The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Tapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. We're continuing our discussion about magic carpet ride, or whatever ride you choose, whatever flight you choose, or whether you're just sitting and relaxing, just wanting to have access to that higher frequency in a visceral way, expanding it and allowing. You see, we can think about all this stuff, and it's so much fun to think about when you drop it down into a more visceral reality in our gut, in our breathing. Just focus on your breath. Let yourself relax. We literally are entitled to, have the ability to, and we have the design right to learn about the fluctuations of our own vibrational system. We can walk into a room and there's so much joy there and, oh my goodness, or somebody walks in with a puppy and the energy changes. Well, we can sit down right now by ourselves and we can be listening to this, or we could be sitting in quiet, or however we want to do it. We could, could be in a crowd. It could be by ourselves. But we can take a breath, and we can tune in, and we can help relax the parts inside of us that we'd like to relax. I'm not saying this is easy, especially if you're in a situation where you're missing somebody and loving somebody and longing. Notice what's going on in your heart. We are such complicated beings. There's so much going on. The mind is trying to tell us how to figure it out. And then that gut, notice what's going on in your stomach. The stomach clenches. You can't even imagine maybe your life has changed. And then you have to take responsibility. How am I going to make it better? How am I going to help other people? How am I going to help other people get through? All of life may have changed. And maybe there are things that aren't shifting, but we're just wanting healing from things that have happened that our hearts are still looking to have resolution with. We have the ability. We have the ability to play any music in our heads. I know I do. That's where I go. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I wonder about generations in the past. You know, I was a kid growing up with all that music coming and the Beatles and all that stuff. I mean, we had an onslaught, and we still do, and we have devices. We can listen to everything. And I think about back in the day before we had all this media, we wouldn't have so much. But on the other hand, we would be making our own music. We'd be sitting around and making a whole lot of noise. And we tend to do that around here anyway. We have a bunch of kazoos. We're dangerous now. The thing is that you could be in a symphony or you could be marching around in circles in the living room with a kazoo, which is like a pretty cool thing to do, actually. It's about expansion and joy. It's about opening up. It's about looking up and saying, hey, kids, what's going on out there? Hey, everybody, what's up? It's literally remembering, really remembering that your birthright is expanded beyond the body but you chose the body to be your instrument for this learning curve. And when somebody we love so much goes out of body, sometimes it's hard to stay in our own instrument because we want to be in that same framework. And again, we'd like to stay here. If that's your situation, please take a deep breath and know it really doesn't work that way. When somebody, not you, but when a person, if a person does that, to be closer to the people who are out of body, 
They end up in a rehab setting. We've talked about this before to try and understand why, why their love for the other person would have them stop their plan, their breath, and whatever is still left of their life mission. Because one thing we want to really make sure that we talk about and we think about all the time, and our pal Amir is coming in, and he's the one who coined the phrase, love is greater than pain. He told his mom, we want to make it better for us having been together, not worse. I was out of body when you were in body for a while, and then I came in, your son, and now I'm out of body again. We've had this situation before. Are we going to be better or worse? And he says that that is the impetus that gives her the strength in her feet, basically, to stay on the earth. So we have these beautiful instruments, and last time we talked about using tools, and tools are great fun, and sometimes we can focus on those if you'd like. But now we're thinking about and talking about our instrument and using that to let us know. Getting the reports back from the instrument. What, what is the instrument telling us? What is it wanting us to know? So if you're sitting down and your feet are flat on the floor, great. Let your hands be palms up. If you're lying down, just let yourself relax and feel whatever you're lying on support you. And take a couple of deep breaths and just relax. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light, composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. Ah, a gentle thought to send out there. You know how you might be afraid to live your own reality because other people don't get it? Your reality is changed with your need. I've heard from so many parents that it's so hard to do the small talk. Sometimes other parents won't say their kid's name and they won't ask. And they are feeling very active with their child, even though their child is out of body. And so they will often pull themselves back and not share the stuff that's prominent in their chest, in their heart to share. Because a lot of people aren't they're, they're not buying it, or they don't have the need for it, or it frightens them. Our loved ones out there, and especially the kids out there who are all looking to come through, if you feel that doubt and you don't know if you should ask and you don't know, please do. Please do. They would rather we look goofy and silly, but get it out there because every person who will mention this kind of thing to someone else, you can bet out there they're telling us, that if, if they have a time of need, that kindness will come up. Their soul will remember. We don't know how to do it, but it'll help give direction. So whatever kindness, if you want to talk about, gee, my reality is, if somebody says, well, how many kids do you have? They say, well, one in body, one out of body. You include that because it's your reality. And what we're doing here is expanding that reality. So we're going to go back to talking about the magic carpet ride and visiting them, going around and seeing our out-of-body loveys and feeling out how they're doing, just how they are. What they're telling us is our acknowledgement, our acknowledgement is a gift to them. You see, it is a gift for them. When we acknowledge the continuing connection after a loved one passes, you will find, you will find their presences with you and you'll be feeling it more and more and more. And that's a present. That's a gift that they are wanting to give you. So we can kind of get this rhyme and just their presence is the present. And now we're flipping it. We're taking ourselves and we're going on a magic carpet ride into their town, into their, they're laughing, into their, they're so, I have to tell you, it's the funniest things. I'm seeing diners, I'm seeing delis, I'm seeing the sock hop, I'm seeing all kinds of places. 
they're designing where they want to invite us. A lot of you have the forest. A lot of you with a younger child that has gone out of body. It's the bedroom where they relive those kisses goodnight and they watch them. They can go visit them from their life review. And those of you who are resonating with this, do you feel the energy right above your head? You are together acknowledging that. Notice what's going on in your gut. All the love, the kisses on the top of the head, and as you fix the blanket in the physical, allow your magic carpet ride to bring those gifts, your presence right now, real time, or whenever you wish to that lovey, to that sweet child who wants that, who goes over it. And I can report to you over and over and over that our loved ones, what a beautiful, beautiful setup. We have to embrace the earth plane. We have to, to continue our mission. Yes, we do. But when we visit where they live, it's expanded, you see, where they live. We talk about it all the time, what will raise our vibration. So music, love, puppies, kitties, all that stuff, we raise our vibration, and where are we? We're on the magic carpet, and we can direct it to where we want to go. Yes, we can. Just float with that for a while. Feel that. Now. Last time we talked about in integrating certain physical cues, if that's how you'd like to design it, there are many ways. And as time goes on, we're going to explore different ways and some will fit you and some will feel more comfy than others. Always take what makes sense to you and leave the rest. Everything here is for light and support. If something doesn't feel right, your soul knows and will take you where you need to go. Always let your own soul guide you. But here we are, expanded, thinking sweet songs in our head, joyful ones. If you find yourself smiling, even if you forgot or even if you feel guilty smiling. I remember after one of my parents passed, I think it was even months, I looked up and there were still stars there and I was shaken. I mean, that's how sometimes you curl up on yourself sometimes. They wanted me to tell you that because they know that. And they don't want us to punish ourselves for what we couldn't do what, when we couldn't do it. So when you find out that your love's out there, they need your kiss goodnight, don't get upset when you couldn't do it. They've been loving us, wanting to help us get to the place where we feel like we can breathe, send kisses, whatever it is, they're working with us. So like we talked about, the transition of a baby coming into body, knowing and remembering, and then having to adapt. There's a lot going on, but hopefully there are a lot of people around loving that baby and helping with integrating into the physical plane and maybe helping to understand and support any memory from the out-of-body plane. I think personally with people I've met and with myself, with my mom, she didn't channel the same way. And of course, I didn't know what channeling was. I was a baby, you know. But even as a little kid, she acknowledged and said, yes, yes. So if you have kids playing with an imaginary person, I can honestly tell you just, and again, what I learn is, is it's, it's vast out there. And look, this comes in the window, and you have full access. Yes, you do. But here's the thing. What I've learned from out there is nine out of ten times, it's truly a spirit that's part of the soul family that the child is playing with. And maybe that child has been in body and will come in. Maybe the child was in body and then went out of body. Maybe it's someone who will stay out of body. There's a lot going on, and I know it sounds really complicated, but what you need to know is within this system, it's all love and support. So when your loved ones come in, and we joke and we make lovely witty witticisms, however we want to put them, that we get the present of their presence. 
and we are presenting them with our presence. And it melts together and becomes one vibrationally, even though they viscerally reside and What's the word residing? How could they're not coming up with the word? Fly on, float on, are viscerally, they can see each other the same way we see each other. It's just a higher frequency. And we're on this frequency. I'm sure everyone's put on a radio or a TV. There are frequencies, and then they adjust themselves so that we can understand what they are. Think about it. Waves, radio waves, microwaves, all kinds of waves. We're waving in the breeze. The waves are flying. Some affect our bodies, some do not. We could be near high-frequency electric waves. We might be affected, some people not. We're all affected by energy. The sweetness is that with the help of the physical plane, not denying it, not hiding it, Yes, of course, with grief, you don't want to go out laughing. Our religious systems have built in where people will come and help you while you can just rest, while you can just be. But you know what they're saying? A lot of those religious systems that built in, some people, they dress in black and they sit on a stool and they don't go out for a year. What it really means is not showing the world how much we loved our loved one, though that is what it has become in a lot of ways and in a lot of places. But it's really to allow you to have the space and have other people take care of some of the other things so that you can commiserate and process with them. Do you know back in ancient days, this is new to me, Marilyn, I'm channeling this and I'm like, wow! They're saying that some of the traditions of keeping the sacredness and some of the really old traditions where they literally would keep the body in the house for a certain amount of time, what we think of in Halloween and Day of the Dead, the after effects of the human body and bringing food because that's a physical thing. And yeah, they party and they think it's great. It's symbolism. Yeah, they come to the party. It's one of the most beautiful ways of showing that we can bring from our frequency a whole bunch of games and foods and whatever is going on, and they bring their happy selves and their love, and they play tricks on us, I hear. I know nothing of this. This is not my culture. I will be learning a lot about this, I know. However, this is all new to me. And they're saying this is just one beautiful example of what went on for allowing the person who is closest to the person who transitioned to literally not have to deal with the earth in its everyday way so they could take responsibility for the sacred and allow the out-of-body to help raise them up as they raise up. I know it sounds strange in this culture, but wow, wouldn't that support be something? We still bring meals to people so they shouldn't have to deal with things in the everyday because it isn't everyday when somebody else goes out. The world has changed, especially for those who've lost a parent. You've never had one day in your life without them unless you've had a different circumstance, of course. We're not equipped. I remember looking up and talking to my mother and saying, you're the one who would help me through this and I can't even channel you. It's okay, that's where the growth lies. It's scary. And I always come back to, again, we talk about music all the time and that lyric stuck in a moment when you can't get out of it. And I know I've mentioned the name of the band. I'll have to do that. Um, but, you know, we all get into those moments and our loved ones out of body are present, a present to us, a gift. They are present, wanting to lift us up high enough, when we have that need, when we're not okay, they travel at the speed of thought and they're lifting us up. If anyone tells you, don't bother them, they're doing other things. I have heard over and over and over again, yeah, that's why you sleep. Sometimes we dance when you sleep, but I don't need to be around you that much when you sleep. We have plenty of time. Our sleep is different. We are energized differently. We have more time than we need to go to our libraries. We have support groups. We have schools. We have everything. We travel at the speed of thought, but nothing is more important than our love for you. They want to say it again. Their priority 
is their love for you. And especially if they went out quickly and in this time of COVID where so many went out that they weren't held. So many are okay now because of the love and the prayers, just putting it out there. You want to hold them? Say, I love you, have sweet dreams. Are they dreaming now? They're flying around, they're doing their thing. Send them something. You want them to feel good? Here's the thing. They want it. They want you to bless them with whatever it is you want to bless them with because it makes them feel really, really, really good and they receive your blessing. But the big part is, the big part is that you are agreeing to a collaboration, you're putting it out there and you're agreeing to reciprocity whether you know how to receive it or not. And maybe you're receiving tons and maybe you don't know how yet. You do know how. The brain likes to do what the brain does. And like we've said before, if you're in deep grief, sometimes it just takes more time. Allow yourself to breathe. Allow yourself to feel them. One kid said, if you, oh my goodness, he's he wants his mom is listening and she wants this for her, but also to tell her husband, the father, and a lot of kids are saying, please listen to this. We love to hear you laugh. That's all we want. We say it over and over and over. Can you close your eyes and hear us? Please, can you try and just hear us laugh? Because there's been a whole lot of crying and that's okay. You have to get it out of the system. Think of some funny antics, some crazy something. Isn't it the best when somebody close acknowledges and says, remember when he blah, 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 and burned down the blah, 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 and then he went and he, you know, put a chicken in the kitchen, whatever it is. Let yourself laugh at whatever it is, because here's what we're going to do now. We invite you, our loved ones, to come in. We invite you. We've done our protection. Let's reiterate it one more time. Let's clothe ourselves in that light. Let it fill us up and let us feel expansive. That light is porous. They can hug us. They can get through to us. Why are we so safe? Because that light, that light is a robe of protection. And so let every entity, everything, all energies be drawn to that light and healed, that wisdom and that sweetness of the light. And you know what? If it ain't your cup of tea, okay. And that energy will fall away. What we're doing, if somebody isn't in that place of light or they're scared or maybe they're you know, upset about something, we're not punishing. We're not saying get the hell out of here because you're blah, blah, blah. We're asking them to be drawn to light and healed. And if they're not in that light, we can't really do it right now. But we're inviting them, aren't we? We are. Here's the other thing. Even if they can't be near your light because whatever is going on for them does not feel so it's jittery and it isn't feeling, we're not talking about horrible suffering. They're out there in light. It's all love. It's all love. But let's say something went down and they're not quite figuring out. You're gifting them and what you're doing here, all the light and all the love that you're putting out there is felt. So you're not just saying, hey, I got this robe of light. And if your robe of light ain't as nice as mine, you can get the hell out of it. No, no, no. And they're just yucking around. The thing is, everybody has the light. Just some people don't know it right now. They haven't acknowledged it. They're distracted. Maybe there's self, something else going on. We're always in the process. I had a funny thought and it came back this morning and I thought, you know, some of the challenges have been pretty big. And I think, wow, I must have asked God, like God must have gone bowling for me to like really, I asked him to like shoot that ball really far away so I can try and figure it out. 
And then I figure, ha, didn't work, backfired on God, because not only am I coming back and coming back and coming back, but I'm talking about it all the way, okay? I'm trying to figure it out all the way. Isn't that what all of us are doing? Isn't it what all, all of us are in the light? All of us are in divine. We are divine. One thing that they want to remind us of, if you've had a near-death experience and during one of my adventures, I rolled out of bed and my body did not, love, oh my God, the love. It changes people. No matter what's going on here, it can be resolved. It can be expanded. And if your head and your responsibility are churning through some things, but he said, she said, that's okay. You're learning. We're learning. This is how we do it. This is how now, oh, they want to play with us. Notice the energy in your right hand. When we just went to, I'm right, you weren't right. Oh, I was wrong. And now they're out of body and they can't tell. All of that. Notice the energy in your right hand. You have the energy, not so much for correction. We need to be corrected. It's more about expansion. You know, I love that Maya Angelou. When we know better, we do better. And again, you know, I always say, yeah, but why didn't I get it sooner? Notice your right hand. You hold in your right hand. You know how to do it the right way for you. You know how to send love out there even though they hurt your feelings. You know how to love that kid that broke your heart because you tried and tried and tried and they just couldn't do it. And whether they went out from toxicity, whether, oh God, there's so many right now who want to acknowledge that they went out and it looks like, oh boy, it sure does look like by their own hand. But not by their own heart. Many, many, many times the mind disassociates. There's mental illness or toxicity or again that's stuck in the moment. And does the heart and soul really agree with us? No, sometimes the mind can blindingly do something. And if you're the parent or the loved one, notice the compassion in your heart. Notice how in all the way through your body down to your feet, you can feel them. The pain is there, but allow the compassion for whatever happened in those moments to integrate with the horror with what can't be changed. Realize that they want to help you, that they didn't mean to hurt you, that wasn't part of the equation. And you can let them know, oh boy, you can rant and rage and let them know that's okay too. Because you know what they know? That you're screaming and you're ranting and raging. You wouldn't be doing it if you didn't love them. One kid, he just grabbed the middle finger of my right hand, and, he, and he's having me hold it up. It's like, you can hold it up to them what, you know, yes, what you, what you did. And they could be, well, yeah, you, blah, blah, blah. And then the energy exists. It is magic. There's a carpet. Carpets are on the floor. Think of what carpets are made of. They're to, to support us and have us be comfy and warm on the floor. And so we take what's on the ground floor as our imagery. Last time we talked about that music, the magic carpet ride. There are a lot of ways to do it. We can rise up and we can fly and we can go out there and we can hug and we can remember. Some of you have come back from a dream, you can't remember it. And it's really common to remember being with someone but not the words. If you get the words, great, but so often people aren't getting the words. You know why? Because your out-of-body loved ones, yeah, they're, they're going back to energetic languaging, and they feel your heart will retain it more in that dream state, out of body, that you will retain it in essence, and you are. So to get upset that you don't remember what they said, you're actually doing what they want you to do, expanding in the way that they're teaching us. So easy to get down on ourselves when we think we should be doing it a certain way. So when we think of that carpet, we're actually accessing not an airplane, not literally a tool. It's really fun. Oh, you know one thing about airplanes? 
Einstein, he said, you can live like everything is a miracle or nothing is a miracle. Every time I'm in a plane, I look at the clouds from up above, down below, and I think, how many millions and millions and millions of people never had that opportunity? The access we're given. We, we get to see, we, we can think of views from the angels. It's interesting because, yeah, there are out-of-body people flying around up there, too. It's probably where they keep the archives. It's nice and bright. It's fun to just, I'm just, ah, they started out with, a, with some facts, and then they pushed me to daydream about it. That's what we need to do. Allow yourselves to daydream, nightdream, sweet dream. Take a deep breath. Know that your body, your body is here. You're anchored in the body. Notice what's going on with the hands. One kid just yells, yeah, you, if you could, you'd choke me, wouldn't you? Ha, 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 ha. No, you wouldn't, but you might want to give him a real kick because maybe it wouldn't have ended up this way. And how many times did you, how many times with you, this one kid is saying, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear, but my heart does, my head couldn't. How many times does that happen? So in that in-between space, we can fly out there and we can be with them and they can fly to us. How does it work vibrationally? It's funny, when I when I get ready to channel for someone, I like to meditate and fly around and all this stuff is fun. But getting ready, it really is just our mantras. A couple of breaths of allowing and asking that the funnel open up above the head as divine sees fit and everything be for healing purposes and we're all doing it right now. Notice your hands, notice your gut. But we're staying in the body and we're going to stay responsible to help take care of other people as well as ourselves magic carpet might be just the perfect ride for you if that feels comfy. You see, there are different ways. We're going to be exploring all the different ways, and we're going to play with them. And you're going to come up with what works for you, because these are suggestions from your loved ones and from guides, and then you play, and the heart grows. And then you start to have fun with it. Then you notice a tap on the shoulder. Then you notice, notice that right hand. Feel somebody's hand right above it. Feel the energy there. Don't fret if you don't. Maybe it's over your heart. But we're going to take a magic carpet, and that's our imagery, because we are going to go from the ground floor. Not from the puppies and kitties. We're going a little bit different, more circuitous route. But it's all one, you see. When we hug the puppies and when the kitty sits on us and lays on our head, our vibration goes up. Purring is aligned to raise our vibration, actually very healing. So now, what are we going to do in terms of energy digging down deeper? Well, we can even go beyond the, the carpet. Ah, once again, let's picture ourselves sitting. Feel the chair or feel where you're lying down. Feel the support under you from the earth. We came to this earth plane with happy hearts. We hope to explore, oh my God, the best foods we ever cooked up are some of those mud pies, right? That's what one kid just said. It's glorious. A bunch of kids are saying, we try and sometimes we choose for other reasons and sometimes we choose challenges to help and help the family expand. But we always make jokes out here. We want parents that want us to get dirty. Because the earth, the earth, we're coming back and we're hugging the earth. You ever see kids just hug the earth or play in the dirt? You know, we watch some of the animals do that. That helps our vibration. Little kids, you remember rolling down the hill? If you were out in the country somewhere, I do. You know, yeah, you'd hit a rock and it would hurt. But, oh, my God, I felt cleansed afterwards. So if you're not too hurty, <laughs> go out and roll down a hill. <laughs> Wrap yourself so that you don't get bugs. I don't know. You know, do what you need to do so the head's okay. But what we're trying to do here is getting down and dirty in a sweet way, acknowledging the earth as something to support us as we expand upward. What a beautiful thing. You see, everything we're doing, when we talk about the support that we're asking, surround ourselves in a robe of light. We're surrounding our body in that robe of light. It goes with us wherever we go. Wherever you're sitting, wherever you're lying, allow your energy to expand into 
the floor, the ground, the chair. Feel the acknowledgement. It isn't like it's saying, hi, how are you? Maybe it is. I don't know. But just feel how sweet that feels. Just the sweetness of it. You're collaborating with the earth plane and whatever resources came from that earth plane to support your body. And gravity is allowing you to rest on it. How sweet is that? Enjoy the earth plane. Don't run away from the earth plane. So much of our spiritual expansion comes from the idea of needing to leave the primitive. Huh, the, oh, okay, this is how it works. It's a very primitive idea. And they're looking at me, and I did that. I spent most of my younger years getting out in order to, I felt that's how I got access. I was downloading, but sometimes it got so confusing hearing the people in front of me and then the people out of body saying, can you go over there and tell them, blah, 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 you know, whatever's going on. And I know it sounds like a more extreme thing than most of you, but I think all of us are downloading. Think of it going in the house and your parents have whatever's going on and you're kind of downloading the emotional thing and you're already shifting up. How are you going to, you know, oh, do I tell them that I got a cookie today? And it we're constantly aligning ourselves, trying to figure out what's going on. I just realized I have no idea, me, Marilyn, if anything I'm saying makes sense, they say go with it. Notice your feet. Notice the ways we have to kind of trick ourselves to stay here. Notice the way grown-ups kind of trick ourselves to be good. They give us earthly things like cookies. It's very, very interesting when you start thinking of all the concepts. They give us cookies and they smile. And it's like, yeah, they might be bribes and giving us sugar. But think about it another way. Those things grew from the earth in their grounding. Think of when you stand in the grass and bare feet. Think of hugging the trees. Thinking of just taking a walk in the woods. Our loved ones might give us a cookie to have us sit in a chair and be quiet. And yet, within the unconsciousness of what they think they're trying to do consciously, they're giving us something to sustain us from the earth to hold us because they really might not at that moment be able to give us something for us to hold on to in a higher way. Got it? Happens in school all the time. When they can't collaborate, you just sit there and we'll give you some busy work and coloring. Oh boy, coloring. It's really lovely, but you see it's connecting us to the earth plane. So we can go back and look at those memories of how we were diverted from wanting to expand into the ethers of our memory of what we came in with. Oh, drat, why can't we remember? But maybe we needed those other things so that we could be attached to the earth plane just right for our learning curve. Maybe it's just right. Don't forget, in many, 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 many cases, we've designed our entry, and of course everyone has free will, but very often we know what we're coming into and we design challenges so that we can expand beyond them. Yes, we do. And here's the thing. It, it came as such an amazing thing. They're pointing at me. Marilyn uses an example. Oh, Okay. Music. Let's go to music. Great Fats Waller song. I'm not that old. That was that was long gone before I was born. But you know that song about ain't nobody's business if I do. I can go to church on Sunday and do whatever on Monday. The separation of our spiritual. We can go to church. We can go to whatever the sin. We can go to self-realization. We can go to the garden. Every place is God's house. Aligning ourselves with it, allowing ourselves, we can go anywhere and it's God's domain. But because for me it came in so, I felt it was so separate than my life here. I learned how to, oh, okay, I'm going to do that. So it's almost like the person saying, okay, I'm going to go to church, but then I'm going to cook the books on Monday. We're here to integrate. We're here to be all that. And to be honest, they're saying we're far more integrated than you can even imagine. You know, we really are. Our instinct, we know what to do. We know how to do what's right. And how many times are you doing something where you're justifying it? It's kind of Rob Peter to pay Paul, but it feels justified. And as long as it isn't a person, and it, 
There are so many ways we're convoluted in our thinking and all we're wanting to do is expand and have love and give love and be in divine consciousness. So we have all the things we've done and all the things we've seen in this whole life. And oh my God, do we go into our gut? Do we deserve it? Oh, you know, God will punish you, the things we've heard. And oh, you have to pray and pray and pray and work and work and work. I, I'm not going to say praying is not a good thing. I, you know, works. I love that. But here's the thing. You're already divinity. You came here to be anchored. And the way it's set up, they get to anchor us. And then we realize that we have access to everything else. And maybe we live that way without consciously thinking about imaginary friends. We become chameleons and listen to our gut. And maybe there's an out-of-body right above the mom's head who says, you know what, mom's not okay today. We get help in ways that are amazing, but we don't have to fly far out there to get that help. If you're comfortable doing that, yeah, they love dancing with us. They love it. But you know what? We could do it right here on the couch. We could do it in the safety of our body. Nothing needs to be frightening. You can send out a hug to a person you love whether they're in the next room, the next country, or a different vibration. And you know what? If they're in the next room or in the next country, most likely they're going to feel it and have a thought of you. We know how that works now. That happens all the time. You know, really? When you have a thought, you know you better race to the phone because they're going to call you first. And then, oh, rats, I, I was just thinking of you. I, I needed to get to you first. We have access sitting right here breathing our little wonderful, sweet, expansive, enormous breath. That's what we are. We get in the car and we don't drive off the cliff because we're in the vehicle and we won't be safe if we hurt the vehicle. But safe in that vehicle? Yeah, we can honk our horn. We can sing songs. We can really put up, they're making jokes and they're talking about really the, the real vehicle. They love to communicate with us in the car. They love to write shotgun and we're distracted and they'll talk to us. How many of you are having a conversation? Can't tell you how many sessions where the person out of body repeats the back and forth, the back and forth and says, you thought you were imagining it. You channel me. You do. I'm telling you. They're telling me to tell you. You do. And you know what? You know how they channel back sometimes? You can hear them in your head. But you know, our heads are, are, there's a lot going on in there. Put the radio on shuffle. They'll bring that, they'll bring their message into you. We've had it stop mid-song, and then we just crack up. And they'll probably do something you're not expecting, something irreverent to make you laugh, because you know what happens when you laugh? Yeah, you do know. Your energy shoots up. Then they can hug you. Do you know... Wow, I haven't heard this. They want to hug us the same way we want to hug them. They can do it, but we don't acknowledge it the same way usually. Usually when they hug us, we go, or we cry, or we get a thought, and we, we don't realize it's because they hug us. So when they do that, when all of a sudden it's like you, you just can't take another step, and all of a sudden, whoop, you got it, you know? Most likely, they're hugging you. We've been going through some health issues, and I would look over and see Harry's mom hugging him. And he was going, you know, I get the wave. He mentions his mother. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. This isn't a test to how well you're doing it. You're doing it. Here's, here's where the test should be. It could just said how well you're doing it. Make us happy because we want to make you happy. That's all we want to do. This, that's all they want to do is make us happy and let us know that whatever the hardest challenge is, it's not stuck and it's not forever. It can be resolved here. Even though they can't hug us body-wise the way they did and we can't hug them spiritually-wise the way we used to when we want to, the resolution can come. Even if we wait till we're out of body with them, the resolution can come. But why wait? We don't have to be fixers. We need to be allowers. We need to be 
acknowledgers. We need to honor and accept that if we want to go on a carpet rather than an airplane, that's okay. There's no wrong way to do it. You don't want to go flying out there. You got work to do and numbers to memorize. That's great. But the connection, awareness of the connection is the connection. And you can bet if you allow and honor that connection, you know how many kids out here just went, thank you, thank you. So here's what we're doing now together. Get in whatever position you want to. I've got my feet flat, the hands are up. Take a deep breath in whatever way. If you need to pick up a stuffed animal, a picture. Someone just yelled a bagel. <laughs> whatever it is, and you need to hug it, then do that. If you need to double over and hug your gut, do that. If you're curled up in a ball and you go in the fetal position because that's all you can do right now, do that. And feel the love surrounding you. Nobody is mad at you. They love you. They want you to know gently that they're with you. You can go at your own timing, but one kid just yells, could you, and I won't say the word, but can you effing hurry up? And they're laughing. If that made you laugh, then you just got your message across. You don't have to leave your chair. There's nothing scary about it. Notice how your head feels a little like weird on the top. You're using your head differently because you're dropping down into your heart and gut and you're teaching the mind to go on the ride. And the ride is safe. Now your out-of-body loveys, they know they're safe. They can see each other and hug each other and they're in divine consciousness. They know you are safe. They do not doubt this process. They do not doubt this reality. Let them hug you and fill you up. Every cell, feel it on your tongue. Maybe your ears are picking up weird noises. Maybe your fingers are tingling. Maybe you got dry mouth. Maybe you have nothing at all in the physical. Maybe if you're right-handed, your right thumb. If you're left-handed, it'll be your left. I'm right-handed. Maybe that thumb is throbbing. Maybe that thumb needs to just touch your leg and just press it down on the physical and say, we nailed it. That was a newer thing they sent in for me in terms of channeling. They've been giving me shortcuts and I'm sharing what the ones they want to share because that's worked really well for me when somebody out there will go, talk, 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 and then they'll, they'll hold up their thumb, turn it upside down, but it isn't upside down. They're holding it upright, like, yeah, thumbs up. Then they turn it and they go, nailed it. We got it to you on the ground floor. We nailed it. If you're feeling that, cool. If it isn't, there'll be something else. We're going to have fun even, even when it's not fun. And we're going to, and we are, allowing our out-of-body loveys joy and your collaboration, your commitment to collaboration. And you know that's all it takes. You know that's all it takes. So when you are allowing this, it enables you to strongly continue sweetly, sweetly, that earthly journey without any denial of it. Is there guilt in loving them? Of course not. You loved them before they were born, you know, in terms of kids. Your parents loved you before you were born. Maybe you have people who are out of body now that you love. Soul families always have some people in body and out of body at the same time. If this magic carpet is an image that works to you, for you, or you can just bring it in when the earth looks so gray and you're not seeing in color, it's okay. Even if you just sit on that carpet and it doesn't fly, sit on the carpet, look at the colors, and pat your hand next to it and ask your loved 
want to sit with you. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Because love, love are the wings. And that's why we're doing this whole thing to begin with. And we will be together again in the same frequency and all the pain will melt away. I hear it over and over and over. We can let some of it melt away now and help them be joyful as we learn how to appreciate or reappreciate and allow the physical to support us as we broaden spiritually and we're integrated and we become that walking, talking light that's integrated in our truth, no matter what building we go into, no matter what day it is. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect and that every thought is going to be, oh. it has to do with the incorporation that we can be earth beings and love and enjoy what's on the earth plane, knowing that our loved ones are next to us, they're flying high, but they'll come be with us wherever we're at. And the sweetness is there, and it cannot be denied. And it's there not because you're doing, you're being, because that's who you are. And there it is. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.